Good morning. Welcome to the class victory. This is Trevor and Finish and I'm your greedy this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Sister Sabrina. Um, good morning. Um, God bless everybody on the call. Happy Tuesday. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall be glad and rejoice in it. Amen. Amen. Declare that victory. Good morning, Sabrina. Sister Sabrina. Good morning to you. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Good morning, Lisa. Lisa. Good morning. Great morning, Sister Lisa. And who was who else was that? Yvette Marquette. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Beth. hey. I gotta say, hey, hey. I have a prayer hey. request. I have a heart check this morning uh, uh, to make sure that the blood is flowing. So keep me in prayer at nine o'clock this morning. Thank you. Nine hey, o'clock. Hey. You, nine o'clock. You have a what now? A heart chest. Last week I had uh, was at City Hall and I could not breathe, and so uh, the ambulance came. But I'm trusting God, and so now they got to. They said that the blood is not flowing uh, through the doors like it's supposed to. So I have a heart chest this morning, and praise God that He gonna see me through it uh, to see if I'm gonna need surgery or not. <clears throat> Thank you. But I'm believing God. I'm trusting God. So hey, 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 hey. Amen. Amen. God is the healer. Anyone else just join a call and say good morning? Good morning, it's sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning to you. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning to you. God bless you. Good morning. This is D2. D2. Good morning to you. Happy trying to Good morning. Hey, thank you. Happy Tuesday. Anyone else just want to call and say good morning? Good morning. This is Kevin. Happy Tuesday. Great morning, Kevin. Good morning to you. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good morning. <laughs> Glory to God. It's Triumphant Tuesday. Anyone else just join a call and say good morning? We'd love to hear your sound. Good morning. This is Juanita. Juanita, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Anyone else? Good morning, Tarina. Tarina, this is Moxie. Hello, Declare Victory. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Love you, bye. Love you, too. Anyone else? Any first-time callers want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy Renata Finisher, and I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else just join the call and say good morning?
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Any other brother, any other man want to say good morning? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, Trevina. Good morning, Declare Victory. It is a triumphant Tuesday. We shall, shall proclaim to declare victory today. I love you, sis. Love you, Declare Victory. Have an awesome day. Good morning, Chef. Good morning to you. Happy triumphant Tuesday. Okay, anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay, let's get started with the hosting. I need, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Termin as a finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We have that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. To edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk for Christ. Make sure you to join us during the month of February, where the monthly theme is entitled Surrender. Each declare will focus on the process, necessity, and value of surrender lifestyle and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so they're going to be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible studies tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teachings from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely reach your spirit. There was no prayer request submitted by the app, but we have one spoken prayer request, and that's from Sister Lisa. She's having a heart test this morning at 9 a.m. If you can please pray for her, then everything will go well, and we can declare that her complete healing. And we also want to continue to um, lift up Dion and family. And the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Rochelle, declaration, pretty Patrice. And then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Rochelle, declaration, pretty Patrice. And then we go right into closing comments, hosted by Declare. The scripture for the day is from Isaiah 64, 8. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are of the work of your hand. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the sister come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Michelle. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Good morning, family. Uh, before we go to the throne of grace, I just ask that you take the time just to inhale and exhale, just to come. Uh, come with a, a soothness and an expectation of who God is, that we're just not rushing into anything, but we're coming with reverence, that we're coming with a heart. Uh, to receive all that he has. So Abba, Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you for this opportunity and time to come and meet at this place, oh God, where you have ordained sacred for us to come, oh God, to meet and lay at your feet. Lord, I thank you, oh God, that we come reverencing who you are, 
that you are our Father, that you are our Lord, that you are the Spirit of the living God. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you, O oh God. Hallelujah. That we can come to you, O oh God. And thank you, O oh God. Because you are everything, O oh God. You are more than enough, O oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name. Lord, as we thank you for covering us as we slept and slumbered, O oh God. Thank you for a roof over our heads, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, that we need for nothing, O oh God. And even the things that we want, O oh God, you provide those as well. So, Lord, we come and lay at your feet, O oh God. We come, O oh God, and ask that you remove everything that's not like you, O oh God, everything that's not of you, O oh God, and replace it with your characteristics and your attributes, O oh God. Lord, not only will we come willingly, O oh God, but we will come receiving, O oh God, running to you, O oh God, asking what, what, we, what must we do to be saved, to stay saved, to stay walking upright, O oh God. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you, O oh God, that you are more than enough, that you are Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides everything that we need, that you are Jehovah Nisi, that you are the banner that waves in victory over us, O oh God. Lord, that you are Jehovah Shalom, O oh God, that you are our Prince of Peace, O oh God, that you are Emmanuel, that you're always with us, O oh God, that you never leave us, that you never forsake us, O oh God. So we bless your holy name, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that we can call on you, that you are a near and present help in the time of trouble, O oh God. Lord, that's all the time, O oh God. It may not be for us, but it may be for someone else. So we come, O oh God, not just for our one, two, three, four, no more, but we come, O oh God, for our sisters and our brothers, for the petitions of our, our country, our state, our cities, O oh God. Lord, we come, O oh God, for Tarina, O oh God, who's having leg pain, O oh God. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that um, even the pain, O oh God, we know that you are a healer, O oh God, that you will subside that pain and whatever, uh, wherever the pain is coming from, O oh God, Lord, you will let her know what it is, O oh God, and that, and that she can call on you and trust you and know that you are the healer, O oh God. For Sister Lisa, oh God, who's having trouble breathing, oh God, we know that we can't live without your breath, oh God. So whatever it is that's constructing her breathing, oh God, whatever it is, let the test be able to diagnose this and show what it is. Lord, whatever it is that she needs to change, oh God, or whatever help that she needs to do, oh God, that she will be obedient in doing it, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that you give the doctors wisdom to know what to do how to do it, oh God, but you also give us, oh God, an obedient spirit, not just to you first, but also to the things that we need to do. Lord, thank you, oh God, for covering us all in grief, oh God. Whether we be grieving a family member or a loss, oh God, whether it be a thing, oh God, that we may have to have uh, 
give away or separate from anything that may be hindering us, oh God. Lord, maybe it's even a change that we have to make in our life because we have to surrender. Help us, oh God. Mm. Help us, oh God, to bring this stony, fleshly heart to you, oh God, and receive the heart, your heart, oh God. Lord, thank you that we have an opportunity to do that, oh God. Lord, thank you, oh God, for forgiving us for our sins, oh God, for our commissions, oh God, and our omissions, the things that we know we've done wrong and the things that we don't know, oh God, but you're such a great, gracious God, oh God, that you give us new mercies every day, that you give us your unmerited favor, Lord, which is your grace, your grace, oh God. So we bless your holy name, oh God. We thank you, oh God. Lord, as we come together, we have our own petitions, oh God, that we have before you for our family, for our friends, for other people, places, and things, oh God. So as we come as a corporate prayer, oh God, and bring those things, bring them, but trusting and believing that he is God and he'll do it. Don't just bring them and have them tied to a string, but bring them and leave them at his feet as we begin to come off mute and talk thank to our you, Father Jesus. and receive it, Lord. We thank Jesus. you again. Thank Lord, hallelujah. We bless your name. Yes, we have Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 
in front of us and you cover us. Lord, your rod and your staff protects us and comfort us. And you even prepare a feast before us in the presence of our enemies, those that oppose us, those that talk against us, oh God. But guess what? You prepared the table. So we know that the table is spread. Lord, you honor us and called and chose us by the anointing of our head with oil. Surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue us all the days of our lives. And we will, we shall live in your house forever. And Lord, as the Clara come, I ask that you cover her, oh God, that you be the words that she speaks, oh God, that you give her strength, oh God. Lord, that you encourage her heart, oh God, and that uh, what she shares today will impact, oh God, and help us how to uh, learn more of surrendering and more of you. So Lord, as I pass the call, I thank you again for being our Lord. And besides you, there is no other. I now pass the call. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give your name, praise, glory, and honor. I ask, oh God, that you decrease in me so that you may increase. I thank you for our greeter, Tarina. I thank you for Rochelle, Father God. And I ask that you bless each and every one under the sound of my voice. I pray, oh God, that you open up their eyes and ears of understanding so that they can receive all that you have for them on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give your name, praise, glory, and honor. In the master's name of Jesus, amen. Surrender. I'm going to be coming from Luke, the 19th chapter. Verses 1 through 9. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans. And he was rich, and he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was to pass that way and when jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said unto him zacchaeus make haste and come down for today i must abide at thy house and he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation. Come to this house. For so much as 
he also is a son of Abraham. For the son of a man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm going to talk a little bit about how I came to live a surrendered life. I'm originally from the city of Chicago. I was born to my mom and dad. Uh, They were married and my mom had four girls. I was a middle child. And being the middle child, I was quiet. I was reserved. Um, My nickname that my mother gave me was Blackie. And that with that nickname, I thought that um, I was dark and I thought that I was ugly. I wore big pop bottle glasses and I was teased a lot because of my glasses. I was good in school. I participated in a pep club. I participated in choir. I participated in dance. I went to church. I was introduced to church at an early age. It was something that I wanted to do. There was a a Lutheran church in our neighborhood. I grew up in the projects of Chicago. And in this neighborhood, there was a, a Caucasian little pastor that came around and tried to uh, get us to come to his church. And his name was Pastor Becker. And Pastor Becker knocked on our door and asked our mom, could we come to his church? And we came to his church. And that was my first introduction into the kingdom. Um, I love, love, love to go to church. I love to escape uh, my mother's My mother and my dad were alcoholics, and at the age of, I think, 12, my dad left the home, and I was a daddy's girl. My daddy took me everywhere with him, Uh, where my mom and dad would get mad at each other, and my mom would get mad at him. She would say, you look just like your daddy, right? So that wasn't uh, something that made me. I feel good about her or close to her. I loved my mom, and all I did was try to prove to her that I was a good girl. So I tried to do everything right. I tried to be this perfect little girl, right? And so um, after graduating high school, I went to business college. And because I wanted to go to a four-year university, but my mom told me that um, we couldn't afford for me to go to college. So I had to go to uh, business school. So I went to business school and I finished that and got out of of that and graduated and uh, couldn't find a job. So I went into the military. That's how I went into the military. I went into the military to escape. And I had one of those moms that would 
um, stay up. And all she did was drink Budweiser beer. And I would get up and I would clean the, the living room and clean the ashtrays where my mom had had company because they used to play cards and stuff and um, get rid of all the cans and everything. And my mom would rant and rave. And I couldn't understand what that was about because remember, I was a good girl. So why was she ranting and raving at me? But what I didn't know at the time was that my mom did a lot of that because she didn't want me to be uh, promiscuous. She didn't want me to uh, go down the wrong road, but I didn't learn that until later on. So um, my dad died when I was 17 years old. And I thought that I was going to die too. My mother died when I was 25. So for a long time, um, I was alone and by myself, I thought my grandmother, like most of my family had passed on. So anyway, uh, I meet this guy and I meet this guy and he tells me that he's going to have me. And I said, no, you're not. No, you can't. You can't have me. And he said, yeah, I'm going to have you. And so we uh, started to to just hang out. And so we ended up getting into this relationship and I got pregnant. I have three children by three different men. That's not something that I'm proud of. That It is just what it is. If it didn't work out, I just said next. What was next? What's next? What's next? I didn't start using it until um, some time after I had my daughter. My, I have a daughter and, and two sons, right? And so I was introduced to heroin. And I thought because I didn't shoot it that I wasn't going to get addicted or hooked because I snorted it. So I thought I was better then because I didn't, I wasn't a dope fiend per se, right? And I'm just telling you my thinking. And so I used because it was fun at first and then I used because I had to use and then I used because I didn't have anything else to do. And so this relationship that I got in, first with my daughter's dad and then with my son's dad, uh, it became violent. It became something that I thought I would never, never accept. I wouldn't allow anyone to call me out of my name, right? And these were things that were happening beyond my control. And so I uh, I had a sister in California, and I called her because in the end, at the end of the road, he had kidnapped me and my son, took us to his mom's house and made us stay whether I wanted to or not. Using. And so I talked to his mom and I said, if I, if I leave, I said, would you take care of my son? I called my daughter's dad. I said, I need to go. I don't know when I'm coming back, but I need you to keep your daughter because she was already at his house. 
I said, I need you to keep your daughter. And this third child that I had, I was pregnant one of these times that he had knocked me upside my head. And uh, I called the police and he went to jail. I met someone. And then someone that I met, I had sex with and got pregnant. And I tried to um, go and get it taken care of, but God said not so. And even though I paid them the money, it wasn't happening. And this is something that I didn't even believe in, right? So I knew that it had really gotten bad. It had really gotten bad. And I was doing something that I never thought that I would do. And they said it was too far, it was too late, and it couldn't happen. Uh, the baby's dad didn't believe me. He thought that I was lying. I, I was angry because now this, this was money that had been wasted that I could have done something else with, right? And so what I did is I carried this child for nine months, and I told the hospital that I wanted to put the baby up for adoption. I had made it up in my mind that I was not going to keep it because the drugs had taken me so far that uh, I didn't even love myself, let alone that I could love a newborn baby. I knew that I couldn't give this child the love that I had given my other two children. And so... When I got to the hospital and I had the baby, they asked me where his dad was. And his dad, we had lived in this apartment. And because he came home drunk one night, I told him to uh, put some clothes on and he wouldn't. And I had a little girl and I said, if you don't put some clothes on, I said, when you get up in the morning, you keep going. Because not only are you not going to disrespect me, but you're not going to disrespect my little girl. And so he left. And I knew not where he was. And so I didn't care. I knew that I still had to care for myself and my children. So I get to this hospital, myself and my daughter. I get to the hospital and they asked me where he was, and I told them I didn't know. They said, can we find him? I said, yeah, you can find him. If you think you can, you can look for him. And so they did. They found him, and he came and got his son from the time he was in the hospital, and he raised him. So this son, I I had raised. I raised my other two children. I had not raised this one, but I was always a part of his life. Now, the first thing he did was went to my grandfather's barbershop and said, here's your grandson. Now, I had lied and told my grandfather that my son had died. This was the thing that had me so guilt-ridden that I didn't know what to do with the pain, with the shame, and with the guilt. because I had lied to my granddad and told him that my, I, he, I, he gave me money for a funeral 
right? And so I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. And so my grandfather asked me, why did I lie? And he said, why are you always up against it? That's the thing that he asked me. And I said, granddad, I don't know. I never said what I was doing. Because right, I was the good girl, remember? I was the one that always did everything right. But he knew something was wrong. And so I went on and I began to be in this child's life. He he came. So I get this phone. I call my sister and I say, I'm tired. And she said, what's wrong? I was crying. I called her. I said, I'm tired. I wanted to commit suicide. I wanted to kill him. I was sick of him. Right? And and she said, well, do what you always do. Get what you always get. Just come out here. And I said, come out here where? She said, come out here where I am. She said, "I, I got you. Just She said, just get here. Right? And so I tried to get away. I tried to manipulate so that I could get away. But every move I made, he was on my heel. He said that I was trying to leave. And so the next day, I went to go pick up my check. And I did what I always did. I bought drugs. I got all the money and all the stamps, and I gave them to his mom. And I told my son, I said, son, I got to I leave. My son was five years old. My daughter was 11. And I told them that I had to leave and that mom would be back. And I knew he didn't get it. But I told him I would be back. And I told this guy that was in the car, I said, I need you to wait for me. I said, we all going to get out of the car. I said, but I'm going to come back. I said, my life depends on it, so please don't leave me. He said, okay. I said, I promise you, I'm going to pay you. I said, but don't leave me. And he said, okay, I'll wait for you. So we all got out of the car, and they all went in, and I gave them his mom all the stuff except for what I needed to get on the train. And I ran back out the house, and I got in the car, and I got away. And my son told me later that his dad was running after the car calling me. And I said, yeah, I bet he was. So I get to the train station and I'm scared to death. And I call my sister from the train station and I say, I'm scared. I said, he going to catch me. He going to get me. And she said, get on that train. She said, you've given that nigga too much power. God got you. Right? And I got on the train. And I got on the train and I did it afraid. And I sat down next to this lady that had a Bible. And she told me that I was doing the right thing. She told me how proud she was that I left, that I got out. She said, you just keep doing what you're doing. God got you. And I don't know why I knew that I was going to be all right. I didn't. I knew that she knew what she was talking about. Right, and she began to read the word to me, and she gave me a change of clothes because I didn't have no clothes, I didn't have no bag. I left with the clothes on my back, and I remembered this like it was yesterday. 
my sister met me at the train station and she said, we going to the hair salon so that I could do your hair. My hair, my sister is a hairdresser. And she, I said, hair salon? Why I got to go to the hair salon? She said, you going into treatment tomorrow. I said, treatment? I don't need no treatment. I was offended. Right? Well, that was the best thing she could have done for me. Because what I didn't know is that the drugs had taken me to a place where I was lost and I needed to be saved. And so I go to treatment and I come to sunny California and it's, it's the sun is shining, it's March, right? I'm clean. I hadn't had nothing. My last using was the first day on the train. And it took me days to get to California. And so I knew that I was going to start my life over. And I knew that I had these kids to go back and get, right? So I was determined. And my sister told me, she said, when or if, you ever relapse, you cannot come to my house. So you don't have no relapse to do. You got to get this thing. And so I knew that I had to do what was necessary to change my life. I picked up a newspaper and I was reading a newspaper. I said, what you reading a newspaper for? I said, I want to see what the job market is like. I need to I need to get a job when I get out of here. They said, girl, you ain't getting ready to get no job. It's gonna, you're going to be here a while, <laughs> right? So I was excited, y'all. And they called me into the office one day, and they said, um, we're going to kick you out of here. And I said, what? They said, yeah, we're going to kick you out. You ain't talking about nothing. We don't know nothing about you. All we know is that you from Chicago and you got a sister here. That's all we know. We had feelings group on Monday. I wasn't talking about what I was feeling because where I come from, you don't talk about what you feel. You don't tell your business. And don't you know, I had some business. Well, I went up to my room and I fell to my knees and I said, God, I raised my hands up in the air. And I said, God, I surrender all to you right now. I said, God, I don't know what they need from me, God, but I need you to give it to me. I need you to help me, God, because I don't have no back to go back to. I don't have nowhere to go. I got to go get my baby. And I was crying and I was blowing snot. And I got up on my knees and I went back downstairs and things began to change. I began to do something different. I began to open up and I began to share. And we used to go to meetings on Thursday. And at this meeting, I was out standing outside and this guy come up to me and asked me, did I want to buy some oils? And this guy was Brother Jeff. And Brother Jeff came up to me and he said, you want to buy some oils? I said, I ain't got no money. <laughs> he 
she said, well, if you give me your number, uh, you can have whatever you want. I said, oh, that was cute. You didn't even make that up, did you? And I gave him my number, and we began to talk on the phone every day. We began to to share honestly with each other. He was honest to a fault. He was telling me stuff that I didn't even want, want to digest. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But the first thing that I told him before we began to talk, I said, all men are dogs. What do you want with me? Because that was my experience. He was like, whoa, what happened to you? And I told him he didn't have time <laughs> to find out what had happened. But he began to find out what happened because I began to share openly with him where I had been. And he started taking me to meetings. He's the one that introduced me to N.A. Where I am uh, a proud member today. It is still a part of my life. It's a part of my fabric. And so uh, we, I went into transitional housing and we got an apartment together. And I told him about uh, my children. He had three children. I had three children. We blended this family together. And if, if, if I would have asked God, To give me what I got when I got here, I would have sold myself short because I had no idea the plan that God had for my life. He was just waiting on me to walk through it. I told Jeff, I said, it's not just me. This is a package deal. I got to go back and get my children. And so one day, after we had moved in, I got a phone call from my daughter, and she told me that my son was in the hospital with pneumonia. And I screamed real loud. And he ran in the room, and he said, well, baby, what's wrong? I said, my baby's sick. And he said, well, you're going to have to go get them early. And I was already planning to go back and get them for school. So I had to go get them some weeks early. And he gathered up some money from my sister, borrowed some money from wherever he needed to, uh, and got me a bus ticket to go back to Chicago. And I didn't let nobody know that I was coming other than my cousin who had to go to the hospital and get my son and take him to my sister's house. And so I had my cousin to get my son out the hospital. I contacted the hospital, told the hospital, uh, don't release my son to nobody but my cousin. And my cousin took my son to my sister's house, and my daughter was at my sister's house. And I got off the bus. I went to my sister's house. I changed clothes. I took a shower. I got my babies and I got back on that bus and it took me six days to go to Chicago and come back. And I didn't stop and let nobody see how good I looked because I was cute. I was looking good. But I got back here and by the grace of God, I had my babies and my life began. And let me tell you, (laughs) 
as bad as I wanted my kids here, I was so jealous that I had to share my children with Brother Jeff. Remember, I had been here by myself, and we had bonded and spent time. And that was the first time in my life that I had been courted, that I had been treated like a queen, like a lady, right? We went everywhere together, every single solitary day. Now, remember, I prayed. I used to pray, and I used to sing this song uh, called Get Here. Get here if you can. You can reach me by railway. I used to sing that song. And I didn't know who I was asking uh, to get here. But in my heart of hearts and in my spirit, I knew God heard me. And I told God and I prayed to God, God, if you get me out of this one, I promise I will serve you the rest of my life. Now, I didn't know what I meant. I didn't know the totality of what that meant when I said it. I just needed to be free. I graduated from that program. I got myself a sponsor. I worked the steps. I got a job. I began working. I began taking care of my family. I began to be the woman that I always knew I could be with a man that I knew I could be it with. We went to church. He is the one that took me to Act Full Gospel Church. I was going to another church in West Oakland. And so uh, we got married two years later. And we moved into another place. And in this place, we just grew and we bloomed and we raised these six children because we got six children. Right? And five years after I got here, I got, I had to have surgery. I had this repetitive stress injury and I had to have surgery on my neck. And I had to take medication. And I went into this real dark place. And I was angry. I was angry with God. I was angry with my body because it wouldn't act the way I thought it should act. And what I didn't know is that the doctor told me I would be back to work in six to eight weeks. And my body took two years to heal. And we didn't know why. And I found out that I had an underlying illness called psoriatic arthritis. And that's why my body wasn't responding to the medications, to the treatment. And I said, God, so what was the purpose of me coming here and getting clean? And I got to take medication for the rest of my life. I was mad. I didn't have no acceptance. It wasn't until I got some acceptance about my illness and what I had to do to take this medication 
did I get any release. I went to meetings and I cried out. I just want to be free. I shared it. I talked about it. I wrote about it. And Jeff helped me with the medicine. But I scared him too. He would come home and I would be so depressed and sad. And I would be crying out to God in the shower. God, I need you now. I used to sing this song. I need you now. I need you now. By Smokey Norfolk. I guess you guys can tell I love music. And that's how I. I sued myself, and I would pray, and I would call out to God. And one night in the shower, God told me to go back. And he told me to go back, and I heard him loud and clear. He told me to go back, and I did. I went back to where he told me to go. And what I didn't tell you is that one day I was riding in my car, and I heard it loud as this day that God told me he wanted me to preach. And I almost had a car accident because I was still cursing. I was still mean as a goat. And remember, I told y'all when I came on Declare Victory, I was mean as all get out because I had been mad because there had been some infidelity in my marriage because of this illness. I had become someone different. And I don't make excuses for Brother Jeff, but I understood that Brother Jeff is just a man, right? And he's not perfect. And so we got through that with the help of God, with the help of the love that we have for each other. If I could have, the thing for this month is surrender. And surrender, one of the definitions is to give up a person, a right, or a possession. I gave up myself somewhere along the way. It also gives a definition to lose. to lose a point, to lose a game, or to lose advantage. I had lost advantage. I had lost the advantage that I had before all the drugs came. Because once I put something in my body, it changed my thinking, it changed my mind. It changed the way that I lived. It changed the way that I perceived things. I had changed. The word of God tells us to submit ourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. And that comes from James 4 and 7. I know today that all I have to do is resist 
the devil and he will flee. Another definition is abandon oneself entirely to a powerful emotion or influence to give in to. Them drugs was a power greater than myself. It had power and it had influence over my life. In Romans 12 and 2, it tells us, do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Today, I know God's will is planned for my life. I know without a shadow of a doubt and these these emotions are of joy. I have a peace today that I did not know was possible. I still have psoriatic arthritis, and I don't say I have because I have, I say I have been diagnosed because what I know today is that I am healed in the name of Jesus. I know that. I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what I have to take. I know that I know that I know that I am healed in the name of Jesus. I did not know that before without a shadow of a doubt. But today, I couldn't have bought and paid for the joy that I have in my life. In Luke 19 and 9, it said, and Jesus said unto him, this day is salvation. Come to this house. Salvation came to my house. I don't know how many times I've gone to the altar and cried. I've gone to my bathroom and cried. I've gone in my room and closed the door and got on my knees and prayed and cried. I fasted. I turned down my plate. And one of the most powerful tools that I have gained is turning down my plate. I didn't know the power of turning down food would give until I got on this call, this prayer call. I thank Declare Victory and Beyond and all those that work behind the scenes for the commitment to the call. I know without a shadow of a doubt that my marriage is better My children are better. I know that I am better. 
because of declare victory. In John 20, it says, if you forgive the sins of any, they have already been forgiven by God. He gave his only begotten son so that we might be free, so we might be healed, so we might be delivered. In Proverbs 19 and 17, it says, whoever is kind to the poor, it lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. I don't have a problem going the community and giving back what was so freely given to me remember I came here with nothing I didn't have clothes I didn't have anything people gave to me so it will behoove me to do and give back what was so freely given to me in Jeremiah 29 and 11 it says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future he already knew. He already knew the plans he had for my life. If you would have told me I was going to be in California 3,000 miles away, living life, happy, joyous, and free, no matter what comes, what may, God is the best thing that has happened to me. That ends my declaration. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that I've had. I thank you for the years of uh, declared victory. I thank you for the years that I've had with my wonderful husband. We're coming up on our 25th year, April 3rd, Father God, and I thank you in advance for the years to come, Father God. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding. I thank you for all that I've gone through. It has made me the woman that I am today. I ask, oh God, that you forgive me for my sins, known and unknown. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray and give thanks. Amen, amen, and amen. And I need to get some tissue. So um, I'm going to ask if there are any men, we're going to go into the next portion of the call. If there are anyone that would like to say good morning, we're going to start with the men first and then with new callers. Or if you have uh, not spoken and would like to say good morning, and then we'll open it up. So 
first the men. Hey, yo, yo. What's up, big sis? Uh, great, great decoration. I, I've heard parts of it before, but um, I just want to say uh, thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your story. And I'm sure it would influence a lot of people. Uh, that's all I got to say right now. I don't want to take up too much time, but to say good morning and I love you, sis. Good morning. Love you, brother. Are there any other men on the call this morning? Good morning. Declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, baby. Love you. Hey, good morning, family. On the call. Thank you, Patrice. Good morning, brother. Say good morning. Love you, brother. Any other men? All right, all right, all right. Is there anyone calling in for the first time this morning? Or anyone that hasn't spoken would like to say good morning. All right. It's open. Okay, good, good morning, morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, pretty Patrice. It's Yolanda. <laughs> good morning, Yolanda. Jump in here. You know, I feel super special, super close to you, not only because of uh, Wanda, but because of your relationship with my, with my sister. And I've known you for many, many years, you and Jeff, and you hold a uh, very near and dear uh, place in my heart. I want to say that, first of all. Second of all, I want to say that I can also uh, attest to your spirit in terms of your your willingness and your ability and your desire to, to assist and, and aid and do the work for God's people. Um, I, I've seen that in you. I've been uh, a recipient of that. And I just want to say that I really love you. Uh, in terms of your uh, declaration this morning, like Brother Eric, I've, I've heard it, right? And every time I hear it, you know, it just reminds me of where God where God can bring us from, where he can lead us to, if we, like, make up our mind, if we let go and when we, you know, surrender. And what I'm learning is that there are so many levels uh, to this thing uh, of life and of uh, walking with Christ and trying to be more like him and trying to bear the fruits of the Spirit, right? There's so much to it. And I feel like the more that I do, the more that I learn, the more that is unveiled, right? And when you were sharing, I was thinking about some of the things that, you know, Jesus says, said, or some of the things that the scripture says, like the whosoever, you know, and seek ye first, and, you know, those type of, uh, if, I don't remember the scripture, but those type of things, it always presents an opportunity or an option for you to do or don't, to surrender 
you know, I can choose to seek God or I don't have to seek God. But that is my decision to surrender. You know, if I do this, you know, then I can expect that from my my higher power, from God, right? You know, whosoever. So I can choose to be among the whosoevers or I don't have to. It's just about surrender. And it's like, wow, God, uh, he is like just Oh my God! I just I, I don't I just become speechless when I'm trying to describe his wonder, right? So thank you, thank you, thank you for your share, uh, for your declaration. Share. I think I'm in an NA meeting somewhere. Thank you for your declaration. I love you, sister. I love you too, and happy belated birthday. Love you. Thank you, Mama. Love you too. <laughs> Is there Good morning, anyone? Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Good morning. Who is that? Miss B. This is Miss B. Hi, Miss B. I remember you when you first came on. And I just want to say thank you. And I am so proud of you. God has blessed you. I am so proud of you, sweetheart. Thank you very much. Thank you, Miss B. You have been an encouragement. Thank you so much. You and Jeff have been an encouragement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I received that. I love you. Good morning. Love you more. Good morning. I want to. I want to say good morning, right quick. I want to jump in, pretty. Oh, you bless me. This is Natasha. <laughs> I. I don't know if, if you said in the beginning. I apologize. I got on a little late. That this was your first time declaring. But oh my God, that was amazing. I was sitting in my car and I needed to get out. I, I'm not gonna talk too long because I know people want to say hello. And I'm sure people got a lot of comments, but you had me captivated listening to this. And I just love you, and I thank you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was great. So good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Sasha. <laughs> thank you, sis. Well, pretty, I'm going to jump in right after my sis and say, oh, my God, I want to scream, but I'll probably blow the speakers out. But oh, my God, such a beautiful share. I love you. It's beautiful, oh. but I love you, pretty. Thank you, Michelle. I love you too. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Leomia. Great share this morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. This is Pamela. Oh my gosh, girl. I mean, I you don't look like what you've been through, girl. That is mm-hmm. nobody but God. I love you, and thank you so much for your share. Um, Wow. Thank you, Pamela. Good morning. Good morning, pretty. This is Drew. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Thank you for taking us on this journey. Um, Like Eric said, we've heard bits and pieces, but, I mean, to really unpack that, uh, the picture of what surrender looks like, you know, and to see you, just continue to see you walk it out, but... I'm just so, like everyone said, I'm so proud of you. I know you were a little um, concerned about how it was going to be delivered, and God just unpacked it the way it needed to be unpacked, and I love the music in between. It was just like that. Oh, so much. I loved it. <laughs> I just loved it. <laughs> um, and, you know, and I see you moving more and more. I know you're a minister as far as just a giver. You're definitely a giver, but moving now, I'm seeing you. That's why you're doing this how I can see how God is moving you into that place of being able to 
declare and preach over and, and declare over people and preach his word. So keep on doing what you're doing. I love you. I love you too, Juju. Good morning. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Good morning. Yep. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, this is Sister Sabrina. I don't hey, know who, hey, I just want to say I love you, pretty Patrice, and I appreciate your declaration. And I've heard it, um, some stuff, you know, from before because we belong to another fellowship. But the way I see God using you, and I thank God for you and Brother Jeff because um, Brother Jeff um, referred me to this prayer line, amen, and just mm-hmm. to see the growth in you, pretty Patrice, Um I just appreciate you and love you for what God has done and he's not through with you and what he will continue to do in your life. And so just continue to let God keep using you, sis. And um, God bless you and have a good day. Thank you. Good morning, sis. Thank you so much. I love you. You have a good day as well. Who else was that? It was Mox. Hey. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. When I tell you, I just love your realness. I love your authentic. You were just so authentic. And so just hearing you and then listening to your testimony and hearing your surrender. I mean, I just love how real you just brought it out, had me in tears. I was crying and praising God for you over here. Just It was just, I was like, thank you, God, just seeing it. You know, um, through my um, imagination and just picturing you just, you know, doing, you know, um, like even when you said you surrendered when you when, when you came out here with your sister and she said she was taking you to the program. And you was like, why? <laughs> I was cracking up. I was like, I, I know that feeling. I remember when I did that. And, but it was one of the best things that I could have ever done. You know what I'm saying? So I was just relating to you. I was just. Just the joy, just hearing um, your surrender. It was just such a beautiful, it was so beautiful. You know, I love you, pretty. God be praised. Maxi. Thank you, sis. Is there anyone else? Hey, yeah, it's your sister. Hey, sis. It's Dee Dee. Hi, beautiful. I'm like 10. I I had to tell them, I I don't have no lashes on for a reason, but I love you. What, What I heard, your little girl, the little girl and you spoke to the little girl and me, being a daddy's girl. So when you talked about your childhood and what you went through, it hit. It hit me. It's like, man, it really matters what happens to us in our childhood that brings us to where we are. And I'm grateful for how real. I love you and Brother Jeff hard because you guys really treat me like I'm your sister. You love on me. You check on me. And I see you. Like, I, I saw you before, but sharing how you shared this morning like, I love you even harder, if that even makes sense to you. But what I'm glad about is that when you're honest and surrender, like your total surrender, beauty for ashes is that's what where we both are now, right? Because, men, you both have gone through so much, sis. But look at God and the fact that you, and I've heard it too on Marriage Matters, some of it, but just the way you love and, and how Brother Jeff loves you. And, and, and you're right. Some of us don't look like what we've been through, but pretty. Your story, your testimony, I know it freed up a whole bunch of people this morning because the way you told it, it's like I was, I was watching a movie 
but to know you and to love you. I'm so grateful for you, sis. And I'm glad that God really did give you beautiful ashes. And you're still here with your beautiful self. I love you. Oh, I love you so. It's because she, I love her so much because she made it a choice. If you listen to everything, she chose. She made a choice, y'all. She made a decision. I was like, "Come on, pretty." Like, I'm sorry, y'all probably gonna keep on jumping in, but yes, she made a choice. She, she she gave us what surrender looked like. Like you know, some people think it's some big old thing. Oh my God, no! She made a decision. She made a choice. She chose them. Love this. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> Every time I see you, I'm like, wow, pretty Patrice. And the word keeps coming out, beautiful. You are so, like Didi just said, beautiful. Um, I, I knew you before declared victory, right? And you were, even though I knew you was mean, <laughs> you were never mean to me. <laughs> but the truth is, I didn't know what you had gone through, right? Um, yeah. and, and anything that we go through, we respond differently. We're different people. We have different makeups. We have different experiences. And your testimony of when you came to declare victory, everybody knew you was mean, but we hadn't known and hadn't walked in your shoes of what you had gone through, right? And even while you were still yet processing and trying to deal and sort, you came to a place where you found love and acceptance. And I, I love that, that Dion talks about people that are loved well, they can grow and they can mature. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see you blossom and bloom into this beautiful, not just pretty, beautiful Patrice, right? And when I mean beautiful, I'm talking about your outward appearance, but that's because of your inward appearance that's coming out of you, it oozes out of you. And even before coming to declare victory, you were still still trying to serve, still trying to help people, and that was from a broken place. So I'm just so glad um, that I know you and my brother, Jeff. I'm so glad that I get to see your marriage and how you love on one another. I'm just proud of you today for declaring and sharing your story and touching so many hearts. But I just thank God for you, sis. I do. I thank God for you um, and how you keep showing up. And, and I know that uh, you ain't playing with this thing. I know that. I believe that. I've seen you walk it through and still walking it through. So I just want to tell you I love you and uh, great share, like everybody else is saying, just to encourage you to keep going. Thank you, Sister Lisa. Thank you so much. I love you too, sis. Hey, so good love life and victory. <laughs> I, I just want to, I don't want to jump in. I want everybody to say hi, but I just want to, I, I just want to say pretty the the two things that really really stood out for me is one I know that I know that I know that I'm healed that proclamation right there is the thing that drives that's the thing that we try to help people to understand if we trust in him they won't have no doubt I know what I know about him I know he's the healer and the second thing is the consistency of the things that made you better. Oh my God. Oh my God. You, you from from the time that um uh uh it, it was just all you just kept going back to the things that made you better and you stay there. Even when you talk about the NA means you still go there. You ain't say, oh I'm done, I'm good, I'm better, I don't need to go back. You still go back to those. You still um 
the, even when, even if maybe it was just me, but even when your sister picked you up and took you to the hair salon and made you beautiful and better, you consistently can see that on you. So those are the two things that the consistency was huge, is huge to me. So I just want to tell you great, great, great job, sis. I love you. Oh my God, that was so amazing. Thank you, sis. <laughs> uh, hi, hi, pretty. Hi, who's that? This is persistent. We don't, hi, we, we hear my name. Hi. I just wanted to tell you that um, I've never heard your testimony before. This is the first time. And you did a lot for me this morning, and I was captivated. Um, We know the word of God says, if I be lifted up, I draw all men unto me. Your testimony, what you've gone through, what you surrendered your testimony to us this morning. It unearthed some things for me. It gave me um, some things I needed to unearth my things in my own life that I know that the Lord's talking to me about. Um, it's almost like you have a badge of honor on so many levels with him because of your truth that's going to set so many people free from so many things. And I'm just very, very grateful to be present, to hear it. I'm blessed by your truth, you and your husband. I don't know you guys well, but I know in time God has his way of making things the way they'll be. And I trust that process. And I just want to say thank you. A big old thank you this morning. God bless you. I know he has so much more for you because this testimony is so powerful. And you have been so obedient. And you have surrendered on so many levels. And you're still working and still surrendering. So if I, my takeaway is that surrender is consistent, constant, and always. And it, it ain't always pretty. Most of the time it's not. But then in the end it is pretty. And I just, I just am grateful, really, really grateful for you this morning. The timing of it for it is ideal for me. Um, and I just loved everything you had to say. You just had me captivated. And God bless you. And I'm so glad to see your beauty and you continue to grow in that beauty and what you have traded and what he's shown you, it, it represents on your life. God bless you and your husband. And thank you again. God bless you as well, Persistent. Thank you so much. All right. Is there anyone else? Who is that? This is me, Ruth. How you doing, beautiful lady? Hey, Ruth. (laughs) 
I wouldn't say not only are you beautiful, but you be sharp. <laughs> Every time you step out, I'd be like, man, she clean. <laughs> I want to say, too, that I was laying here and not only it felt like I was um, not watching, but listening to a good movie, you know, and I was just anticipating, the, you know, the end, and the end is good. So I want to say thank you for your transparency. I mean, every time you speak, it's always like a story. Um, and so I want to say thank you for that. Also, I want to say congratulations on your 25th um, upcoming anniversary. And I would like to bless you and your husband with um, a free meal. I don't know if it's going to be in Sacramento anytime soon, but if you ever come out, I'd like to bless you guys with um, Big Daddy. That's what we, <laughs> we call the um, three-way, the chicken, fish, and shrimp. Um, the big daddy. So um, this, you know, dinner or lunch on me whenever I see, you know, whenever you come here. Um, and then if you could, um, you know, inbox me a number when I come there, I can call you and uh, let you know what I'm bringing to the Bay Area and I can bless you that way as well. Aw, shucks, Ruth. Thank you. <laughs> yes, because I'm doing oxtails next week. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah inbox me a number and I'll call you. Okay, sure will. Thank you, sis. God bless you. Love you. God bless you and love you as well. Is there anyone else? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Who is that? Lady. It was Bree Bree. So, Brother Jeff? Okay. No, no, no. Go, Bree. Go ahead, Bree Bree. Good morning, um, pretty. I I was literally in tears. Actually, you owe me some money because I got my lashes done yesterday. <laughs> but we can we can talk about that exchange later. But I am so I so not, I'm not gonna say proud because you know we are collectively. I'm inspired. Um, there was one thing that stood out to me, and I just wanted to pull out um, for us to just sit with for a minute. I admire and I'm inspired by the fact that you went back and you got your kids. It reminded me of First Samuel 30 and 8. And um, Sam, the, the conversation is going, it says, shall I overtake them? And he answered him, pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So many mm. times we go through things and we feel like what we lost, we can't go back and get, or we don't have the confidence to go back and get it. Or we don't even, you know, have the mindset, but you went back and you got your baby. And I just want to acknowledge you for recovering all. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Bree Bree. Love you too. Yes. Had to go back and get them babies. Is there anyone else? Yes, I'd like to jump in real quick. Hey, baby. Hey, I, I just want to share how that. And let the be clear, Victory, know that I prayed to God for a wife. I I prayed, and he brought pretty Patrice across my path. And I, I went and told her sister that I wanted to date her. And I asked for permission to her sister because me and her sister had been in recovery for a little while and we our model is that 
those that are young coming into recovery, we give them time to get their footing in recovery before they, you know. And so my sister said, you can talk to her, but don't you hurt her because she's here to get herself together. And she ain't here for no drama. And I said, okay. And I know that God had been preparing me for her. And I believe that he chose her for me. And what really stood out for me was that she was going to a friend of hers, one of her roommates' church in West Oakland. And I said, okay, I'll go and visit her at her church a couple of times. And I did. And I went. And it was a nice little small church, which I'm used to small churches. I come from a, you know, hole-in-the-wall churches. And and I said, then I invited her to Acts because I had been going to Acts for a while. And she said, okay, I'll come and visit your church. And, you know, when she told me she was going, she used, she used to go to a Lutheran church in Chicago. I didn't know nothing about no Lutheran church because I'm, you know, sanctified, Holy Ghost type thing. And she came to Acts and she said, well, I like this church. This was 27 years ago, and we've been at Acts ever since. <laughs> but what really, really drew me to her, other than her, y'all know I was just checking out the booty, you know. I uh, got to be real on that. But what really stood out for me was that she was seeking a relationship with God. And I, I like yes, God, because I I was I had been single for three years and I had dated a few women, but I don't think I ever went to church with any of them. And I was like, yes, Lord. And He has blessed my life. Because I was able to make a commitment to her. And yes, when we got to declare victory, there was a a lot of hurt and pain that she was dealing with and, and you know, I had already repented. And, and made my amends to her, and she said she forgave me, but she was so very angry with me. She was hurt. And we got on this prayer line, and we continued to pray and seek God together. And she truly forgave me. 
through the power of prayer in this prayer line, declare victory. So this prayer line definitely holds a special place in our heart. I mean, it's uh, it's going on 10 years that we've been with Declare Victory. I, I think I came on in October and my wife came on in December. So in December, it'll be 10 years. Or October, December, it'll be 10 years we've been on this line. And I just want to say, baby, I love you so much. And I am grateful that God has brought us together. Because truly, I know that it was God that has brought us together. Thank you. I love you too, baby. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Is there anyone else that has something for me this morning? Yes, yes, yes. I had something for you this morning. This is Charina. Great declaration. That's a come out the jab. <laughs> but anyway, it's so great to hear your um, testimony. I know we have blessed others that's still in the shame, still that's going through. If they could open up their mouth and, and share their story. Uh, I hear the freedom. I hear the freedom in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being obedient to um, for the declaring. And I love you, sis. Have a great day. I love you too, sis. Thank you so much. You have a great day as well. Amen, amen. Is there anyone else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Good morning, Juanita. Hey, I, I, you know, the first time I heard your story, I couldn't, I, I was in tears and I just, and, it, and just like everyone else, it was just, it was captivating you, um, captivating to a point where you just really just, you know, leaned in and listened. Um, and I just thank you for your transparency. I, I thank you, um, you know, for your willingness and obedience to God to share your story. So, um, like I said, it blessed me then, and this morning it blessed me again. And I just want to say I love you and thank you. I love you, sis. Be safe out there. Thank you. Anyone else? Hey. Hey, big sis. This is Eric again. Um, hey. I just want to ask everybody, did you, did you hear the tone of Big Brother Jeff? <laughs> he came on and he, and he talked with his wife. And, and, and the reason why I asked that question is because this is one of the one of the things that me and Jeff have uh, known each other for, for uh, a few years now. We call him my big brother. And when we work together, I always knew when he was talking to Pretty Patrice because his tone would change. He get so soft, we get so gentle. And I know we we all know the the, the Sarge voice. We all know Jeff. Hey, hey. He's going into that. But when he's talking to his wife, 
I don't know if you heard the difference in his sound, but it just became so gentle, it became so soft, and that always inspired me to 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 know that, you know, when he's speaking to his wife, he has a special language, he has a special tone, that's a special sound. That sound is very significant in that it 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 lets not only her know but who's ever around him know that this is this is uh my wife this is a special type of person and everything and i just want to put in a plug thank you big brother that this heard- is what you hear on marriage matters these this story that that um Pretty Patrice asks what you hear in marriage matters. Um, the camaraderie, her Swanita, her my wife come on. It's the closest mm-hmm. that we share. So I just want to put that out there because I know there are a lot more married people on this line. That if you want to share in 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 in, in this and build this camaraderie mm-hmm. with this, please. Want to hear more of this? This is this is this is how we get down. Mondays, every Monday except for holidays, from six thirty to seven thirty. You're going to hear some magnificent stories. You're going to be able to share. You're going to be able to transparent. It doesn't matter if you're coming on as 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 just a wife, your husband, or or vice versa. Come join us on Marriage Matters. We're looking. We're looking for husband and wives to build on this tapestry of the stories and, and the testimony that we have built. And I've been so privileged to hear the last seven, eight years. And I'm sure that everybody on Marriage Matters, our core group, can give you the same testimony. So once again, thank you um, for sharing um, what we've been so privileged to hear from you and Jeff in seven, eight years. Thank you for sharing it on today's morning call. I love you once again. Love you, brother. Thank you. Patrice. Yeah. It's Dee Dee. I wanted to piggyback with what, what uh, my old my old old brother E said because watching Jeff with you and I just I saw it at your party, but I've seen you guys together. But at the gala and we sat at the same table. I pay attention to couples, you know, because Maddie and I are 13 years in and Marriage Matters and Declare Victory has really um, just been a blessing to to my marriage. But watching Jeff with you, it, it like it, I'm tearing up thinking about it and now knowing your story. And even when you shared about, you know, with marriage and things happen and, and the forgiveness piece, that, that, that makes a big difference. So I'm just, again, you guys are like, I don't know who, can somebody meet their line? That's Brother Eric. Brother E, mute, brother. But just to to tell you that, I, I agree with E with that part. Um, he is soft with you. And, and, and with Lisa, like when you first, when I first saw you after the call, I think we were at an event. You look, you, you don't look like, how do I say this? Because I heard you being mean, you know, when you first came on, you was not nice <laughs> to us. <laughs> I'm laughing now because I'm thinking back to Brother Jeff. So I'm being here for 30 days, and then you would get on. Hello. <laughs> but you loved me so in a time, and I don't even know if you know how important I'm tearing up because when when my grandbaby was first here, River, my first, well, not my first, you know, my biological first, 
the way you loved on me and how you do. It's amazing how this Declare Victory, we have really become family and we show up for each other. I remember just, you know, we have events. You guys show up and we had that. We only had one in-person Friday Night Live, but it was so supportive. And that's one thing that we do when we become family. We don't, it doesn't matter what's going on. We show up for each other. And it's it's beautiful. So I thank you and you and Jeff for being just the epitome of marriage through all through all of that, what you guys went through and you're still here. So I know it's God in that. So I love you. And thank you. Thank you for just again being an example. Thank you, Dee Dee. Love you, sis. Brother Eric, meet your line. We hear you bamming on some. I think that's you. But can everyone check your line and make sure you're muted, please? Thank you. Is there anyone else? Yeah, pretty. This is Jill again. Yeah. Hey. Can you hear me? I can. Well, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I'm listening to you. You have these little because I'm into that music too. And you were saying you can reach me by, you know, airway. And I'm thinking about, you know, the fact that I'm just the story that you know the first, you know, man that you really got encountered, you came encountered. You, you you met, and as I'm listening to you guys' story and phone, just like everybody's saying how you know how he treats you, um, it's just beautiful how Jesus knows exactly what you know, want, what you need, even though you may not know what you need, you know, and just watching how Jesus was working through Jeff. You know, and how he, you know, leading you to these meetings, being patient with you, all of these things that God, you know, because he knows what pretty needed, right? He knows exactly what you needed to see in living color, his love demonstrated, you know. And so when I'm, as you were telling that story, I was just, you know, just listening to this love story of, you know, between you and the Lord and, and how he brought Jesus to your life to, to just like when I think about me and Eric and how, you know, how. God knew exactly what I needed, you know, and so I'm just listening to the same story, how he just was unpacking it for you, and, you know, to the point where, you know, as you trusted God, you know, he let you know that you could trust Jeff, right, and and it's just, like, this, this exchange I'm saying that I'm, it's got this big smile on my face, because how good Jesus is, you know, how good God is, you know, for each one of us. You know how he hears our prayers, and even though we pray in one thing, and we have we have a, a, you know our little many expectations. Tim is many; he wants us to think bigger. But you know, and how he just this grandiose thing he does, right? And look at y'all; I've been moving to twenty five years. Look at God, you know. Um, say that you know how beautiful. You know the story. Just every story I hear about how the Lord brings people together is just. To me, it's just, it's him. It's him. You know, yeah. and I celebrate that, how he does that, right? And then he moves you into a place you never thought you would be, right? Uh, what he sees as he unpacks your purpose, right? This is all beautiful. So I just want to tell you, you know, I love you. And that story, like I said, it just resonates how good Jesus is. That's all. Thank you, Jew. I love you too, sis. Definitely got to touch agree on that one last time. I have to jump back in. <laughs> Wait, Amen. yes, I definitely heard that love um, coming through from Jeff, and I just wanted to say that. But let me tell you, I also heard the love 
throughout the whole de- um, testimony, throughout the whole declaration. And what I was just hearing right now is his love, the evidence of his love that is not returning void. Like even in my life, like his love towards us, his love towards you. Like as I was like, wow, it, it ain't returning void. It ain't. It can't. I was like, wow. And how he speak to you? Yes. Just the love that was just displayed through your testimony and like um brother um um he said well how your husband speaking to you how you speak the love was coming through your sound so i just have to say that it was just so beautiful this got me so excited this morning god be praised i do love a good love story y'all i do (laughs) (laughs) thank you sis (laughs) is there anyone else Yes, God bless you, pretty Patrice. Um, I just want to say, Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Hi. I just want to say, um, I I want to thank you, um, for your story. And as I was sitting here listening to your story, I was like, I want to thank you for how you surrender, how you was able to surrender and give it up how you're not in that life no more. I still have um, sisters and brothers that's in that life. And to hear how you sound doesn't sound like you've been in that type of life, and that's a good thing. So I just want to thank you for your surrendering and for how God came into your life how God bless you with um, Brother Jeff. And I just want to say continue on your journey, and I love you. I love you too, Cynthia, and you keep doing what you're doing. I see you. Thank you. (laughs) Anyone else? Good morning, pretty. This is Glorious. How are you? Good morning, Gloria. Good morning. I have I was blessed by I was able to listen to your um to your declaration. I was blessed by the transparency. God bless you. This if this your first time, you I was not able to tell that, honey. So I appreciate you. I thank God for you and your your love and your love for people. Because you keep right on. As God has done for you, you keep right on doing it for others. So God bless you. I appreciate you so much. Stop down there. God bless you as well. For you a big old fat juicy hug when she was here. God bless you, sis. Is there anyone else this morning? Good morning. This is Beverly. I just wanted to say to you, oh my God. Good listening, morning. Good morning. Um, just listening. And when you finished, I felt like I saw hundreds of people standing, applauding, crying, and thanking God for your story because how you're helping them. And it was, it was like a vision of, of so much success. And you have imparted in so many people um, just today. I have never experienced that, but 
what you shared actually made me think about other things in my life. And I am so grateful and thankful for um, you and your husband coming together. And yes, the sound is one that, that sounds, I can't remember who it's by, two hearts, two hearts that beat as one. That's what I hear. I hear so much in you. And I remember when you were being mean. And honey, let me tell you, since then, all that has been erased. You have told an amazing story. And let me tell you, TED Talks will want you. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sis. <laughs> Anyone else? Who is that? <laughs> is there anyone else? All right, all right. So <clears throat> I thank God for all of you. I receive all that was said on today. I thank God that today I know that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, that you are. It, it is an inside job. Who is that? That it is an inside job. Right, and once we do the work on the inside, it shines brightly through to to the outside. I have a duty uh, to present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. So I thank God for each and every one of you. I love you all. Um, so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity uh, to declare on today. I pray that everyone will go and be the Jesus that someone needs to see on today. Father God, encamp your angels round about them. Keep them safe in their travels. Let no hurt, harm, or danger come nigh to them, their vehicles, or anyone else on the road, Father God. And I thank you in advance for what you're going to do in us and through us. Continue to let your light shine so that others may know that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. I love you all. Have a wonderful day. Love you, too. Have a wonderful day, Teresa. Love, love you, guys. Day. You guys have a blessed day. Love you. Thank Bye, you everybody. for being to us. Go in love. Triumphant today. Thank you, Pretty. Walking us through. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a blessed, blessed day, everybody. Pretty.